feeling like P. Diddy. Grab my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes. Trying on all our clothes, clothes. Boys blowing up our phones, phones. Drop top and playing our favorite CDs. Pulling up to the parties. Trying to get a little bit tipsy. Hi there, boys and girls. Welcome back to Gilmy Talks this week. My guest is the one and only Rob Gosling, referee across on Ontario, India. You guys have probably seen him on Death Proof, No Limits, and other shows which we're, we're going to be talking about. Just want to throw it out to my sponsors real quick here. Go see Solid Designs on Instagram. If you guys want fantastic individual art, go check that out because, well, you know what? You, you're never going to get anything like that, as well as Bats in the Belfry art, because she's a great friend. She does my, my Megatron design. She's doing sketch cards right now. Go check that out. If you want an individual, personalized gift for your significant other or any nerd who you, who you know loves Transformers, go check that out right now. And go check out the theloveshop.com. I know this is after Valentine's Day, but for those who have fucked up Valentine's Day, and trust me, I've done it many, many times. I've been married for 15 years, with it for 19 years. I've made mistakes in the, my days, and who the fuck wants flowers? They die die in about two weeks. I'm looking at a set right or right now. It's going to be gone in, in a few days. But those toys from the theloveshop.com stay for a long long time and you get to get a lot more enjoyment from those than their flowers and go check out tabby lynn's sensi page because nobody wants their house to would stink whether you got your your old gym bag there sitting sitting by the by the front door or you got you know what just pets around the house the sensi stuff is safe for kids safe for pets because it's not hot enough to to actually burn 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 yeah and it's just awesome awesome uh, smelling now that i got those done hey rob how's your day going 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 buddy doing well how are you i'm very good very good glad to find finally get you on the uh, on the uh, show i've been trying tr trying trying to get this worked out for a, a, a little bit now but life always happens to get in the in the uh, in the in the way i hear you life get in the way of a good time yep so first things first, when did you start refing exactly? What was your first step getting into the uh, wrestling business? Because personally, I know you as a fan, fan first and foremost, because I I have uh, met you at a Death Proof show. We we met outside uh, smoking one or one night, and we've been pretty much friendly ever 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 since. How how <laughs> how how did you get get into the actual wrestling? business okay so a few years ago i'm sure you'll remember um death proof almost imploded i i guess for lack of better wording um half the roster was taking off there was 
problems on the inside. Within all this, a lot of the talent and whatever, they lost the uh, ring announcer um, who used to be uh, Brady. Uh, Brady's now out of the business completely to my understanding, but I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be a hundred percent on that anyway. Um, but when, when Brady left as the ring announcer, they asked me to come in and ring announce one night. Well, I, you know, wholeheartedly agreed immediately because it actually at one point had actually been a dream, dream of mine just to be able to announce one match. I thought I would be really good as a, as an announcer for one match. Well, Warhead being the Warhead that he is, um, <laughs> uh, gave me the opportunity to announce the entire night. Well, that did not go so well, and I found out that announcing was not for me. And I'm okay with that. Now, moving past that, I was also asked to be part of Ring Crew that day come in, help start help setting up the ring, everything else, absolutely no problem. Well, I started the started helping with uh, Rob Fuego, who is the ring, who owns the ring and sets him up and whatever. So I started working with him and I went, went through him through for a few months. And then all of a sudden I went to a York University show. It was kind of this one-off thing. Um, it was like three and a half matches or something. Uh, a chicken place in York University had sponsored an event for us to come in and just kind of give them a quick little show or whatever. I think, I think the whole thing lasted like maybe an hour, right? So when I get there, I helped set up the ring, and then Rob Fuego looked at me and said, well, we're going to throw a ref shirt on you, and you're going to ref today. And now, absolutely no training. Ever in life. I've never been to a school. I've never done anything. You know, I was just, as you say, a super, super fan of wrestling. Um, and I have been for most of my life. Like, I got into wrestling in October of 86. So, I mean, it's not like I hadn't been familiar with what was going on. And uh, anyway, so he's like, yeah, we're going to throw a ref shirt on you. You're going to ref. And I'm like okay, this has got to be a rib of some sort. They're not going to put somebody untrained in that ring. There's just, it's just not, doesn't happen. No fan gets that kind of opportunity, right? Right. So I thought, I honestly thought it was a rib. And about an hour and a half before the show, I went back to him and kind of said, okay, hey, you know, is this happening or what? And he went, right now, we're a guy down. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> And I was like, wait, this is actually going to happen? Like, I'm going to be a ref out of nowhere. So and, I'm like, okay. And you're kind of the guy I, who just uh, showed up showed up for the – to kind of watch the, watch the show? I showed up for ring crew. Oh, I was wow. setting up the ring and then tearing down the ring. That was it. That's what I knew. And then they just threw me in because they were a guy down on a spot show. Wow. So – I refed, and I guess I did halfway well, because at the end of the night, uh, later on after the ring was taken care of and whatever, uh, me, Rob Fuego, and um, Eddie Sapalucci actually uh, sat down at a Tim Hortons, and we were talking about it, and they started giving me pointers and refing. They said, you did really well for your first time. Here's where you can start improving. 
And I was like, wait, could this actually be like an, an actual, can I actually, can, is this possible? <laughs> up to that point, I mean, maybe when I was 30 years old, I might have thought about roughing or something. Offside, I'm 43 now. I started at 39. Um, and I was 39 turning 40. So, like, it, it just everything in my head. So maybe when I was 30, I might have thought about it. But I mean, this is now actually an, a possibility. How does how, So how the hell does this work? So the next show, which was a death proof show, I uh, went back to Rob and I just kind of said, hey, if I'm going to become a ref, now in between the, the shows, I had talked to a few talents and other refs and things like that for some advice and whatever. And so I went to Rob and I was like, hey, if, uh, if I'm going to be a ref, if this is actually going to happen and I'm, I'm actually thinking about becoming a ref, can you show me how to bump in the ring a little bit? Just, I don't know, let's not kill the ref or send him to the hospital. Like, how about you just teach me how to protect myself enough that I'm not going to go to a hospital for when that time comes that I have to take a bump because I know it's going to come. Yeah, because um... early in my career, I was going to have to take one, but I knew I was going to have to take one. The ref bump is a big part of part of wrestling for people who are not familiar with wrestling. It's a huge part of the part of some stories, stories and uh, matches. And that's. It, it usually comes with it with the reason of of, of uh, with with moving forward in an angle. Yeah, like there's usually a part of like there's a reason why a ref gets bumped. It's not just for the hell of it. Uh, for most reasons, yes. <laughs> moving on. Sorry, I, I know that winded answer to a question, but <laughs> it's a podcast. We need the long winded answers. Well, if you say yes, yes or no, I don't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how how my show works I just listen I don't cut people off I don't shorten their answers I just because some of my episodes are 20 minutes some of them are an hour an hour an hour 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 and a half because um, I like to get the answers from people I like to how should I say this Um, I like people to people to actually talk right and I know on I know on some podcasts it's like okay what about this? What about that? What about this? I don't like my I, I I that's why I like doing my own show. I don't uh how should I put this? Right. I don't I'm I like doing this show because of the art of conversation. I like to actually have conversations with their people. I think it's an honestly a dying art. People are living on their phones, they're texting six six word com- conversations where normally Personally, that's why I like going to 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 these to the death proof shows because nobody has their phones out unless it's a huge that's right. It's a nice thing where some of the other other events people are filming the entire thing on their phone or taking more worried about getting the high spot pictures for their Instagram account. Where death proof? That's right. It's an that's actual right. family. I know that's the death proof. Yes. Yeah, and um. Because we've 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 known e- we've known e- each other for five years, six years, something like that. I'll go I'll go yeah. with that. Yeah, sure. And we don't talk, we don't message each other. But when I see you in a at, at a wrestling show, we talk. 
Hey, how's, right. how's everything going? How's this? How's that? Uh, normally, how's the kids? Exactly. Exactly. Like, and also, I people have told me I've turned into the drunk hugger, which once again, sorry about that. Um, it's still <laughs> it's still going to happen no matter what. Tom busts my bust. He kind of busts my chops on it all the time, <laughs> but. Uh, especially when he's trying to play the villain after the match and I come up and just hug him. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, <nuts>. I am. <laughs> uh, he's kind of... He's kind of kind of my secondary co-host on this. We do talking, talk, talking with Tom, so... Uh, and also, if you guys want to listen to any of the Talking Talking with Tom episodes, just go back to to gilmetalks.podbean.com. Check out those shows. Tom is always great to great to talk to talk to. But back to Death Proof. Um, they're coming back. Yes. I'm very very March, excited. Palace in Toronto. March seventeenth, Lee's Palace, new venue. Bigger, bigger venue, better venue, and it is going to be an, an amazing show with a lot of uh, Gilmi Take alums. Jamie Senegal, who I actually had on the show the day before the the announcement got got made, which was quite quite humorous. And I'm like, oh, you're coming to Canada? Yes. Hasn't been announced yet. Is it St. Patty's Day? Maybe. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything else. But once again, great, great interview, guys. Check, check it out. But let's go back, go back to uh, Rob. So Death Proof, you kind of got your initial little, little run, run, run as a ref. Um, yeah, yes. it's very, very generous. In you know, I, I, I cannot thank Chad enough for giving me that that first initial match at Death Proof. Uh, a very a very merry death proof Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was 2015. 15? Okay. That's the one I was actually there. Yeah. Yeah. December December of 2015 for a very merry death proof Christmas. That was the first time we got Balls Mahoney there. Yep. That was actually I think it was the only time we got Balls there. Now that I think about it. <laughs> um, love you, Balls. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, that was the night we had balls there, um, and I refed the uh, pre-show match between TKD and at that time, if I remember right, Big Money Matt Cash. Yep, which was a fun, fun, which was a fun match. I could be wrong. It might have been. He might have. He might have been white trash at that point. I'm not sure, but I know it was Matt Cash and TKD. Because Matt Cash is one of my one one of my all time favorites. Um, so coming out 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 of your very first match, you reffed. Walking walking to the back. How do you how do you feel? Um. Wow, that's a good question. I don't I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think if it's just okay, that one's over. Now I can. I mean, I, I was hoping it went well. On the way back, I, I, on the way back from any match, my thought, my ninety percent of the time, my thoughts are: I hope that looked okay, and I hope the boys are okay with the match. Yeah. As long as I, 
I know that fans are not always going to be uh, happy with maybe the outcome of certain matches or whatever. I mean, hey, the heel goes over in a dastardly way or whatever the case may be, and fans just don't like it. I can vividly recall many times when Salvation won a few matches and we were not happy about it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I can appreciate that part of it, but, I mean, as long as the boys are happy with the match, then I can be okay. Yeah. It's when the boys are not happy with the match over something I did that that's when I'm like, okay, well, what, where do I need to fix that? How can I fix it? What do I need to do? Yeah, because, because as long as the boys are happy, the fans will get theirs eventually in the end. Yeah, because you're just – you're. You're just trying to learn and do better from every every single single match. And that stands to this day. Yeah. I'm still trying to learn this specific art of refing a professional wrestling match. And I say, but again, the day you stop learning is the day you get out of the business. Yeah, because uh, you've also you've also taken a couple uh, training training uh, courses now, right? Well, I've taken a lot of seminars. There I mean, go. I've done That's a the lot word. of different seminars. Um, I've taken seminars with uh, Vampiro, Angelina Love, Lindsay Dorado, um, Sammy Callahan, Matt Seidel, uh, Bull Buchanan, uh, Josh Alexander. Uh, and you know, I... um, two refereeing seminars with one with Harry D from uh, Destiny and, as well as Impact Wrestling and then he brought all four uh, refs from Impact in to do another seminar which I was also at so I mean I've done a lot of seminars and things that way Yeah, I'm, and... kind of, I'm actually doing another seminar this, uh, this Sunday Yes, this Sunday uh, in Hamilton for Courage Pro Wrestling, they're bringing in Impact Robbie E. Oh, so cool. I'll be going to his seminar as well. Yeah. I, I, I'm a firm believer in seminars. I, I can't afford um, – well, here's my problem. It, it, the reason I never went to a school and the only reason I never went to a school was, A, I either couldn't afford it and had all the time in the world to be able to do it, or I didn't have the time because of work, but I was able to afford it. Yeah. So I was always in that catch-22 mm-hmm. situation. So any time that I can invest in my future and invest in myself, and this goes to any young talent out there, if you have an opportunity to go to a seminar, go to it. Because all you're doing is investing in, your, in yourself and your own future in getting better. Yeah. I've noticed every single time I've done a seminar, I've reffed better that evening. Yeah, and and I just want to say the Joss Alexander sem- seminar was at No Limits, right? I want to say yes. Because it was sponsored by Gilmy Gilmy Talks. <laughs> oh, well, well, yes, it was No Limits. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, one of the I, one of the I, few I, things I, I was unaware of that. And thank you for doing that because Josh is absolutely an amazing, an amazing teacher. Oh yeah, I, I, I love seminar. Oh yeah, because uh, well, Pierre asked, "Hey, do you want to sponsor?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it." And then he's like, "Okay, you're sponsoring the Josh Alexander 
seminar. What? <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. Okay. And then I plugged it like crazy, which was great. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And because of that, you now you're also sponsoring the Strong Style Championship match. I'm like, what? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's a shout out to Gilmy Talks. Oh, yeah, of course. I am a big, big self-promoter. And talking about No Limits, um, you have been reffing, reffing, reffing there quite a quite a lot. One of my questions here was, do you prefer reffing the hardcore style matches or the uh, tra more traditional wrestling matches? So, okay. So, as a ref, I, I just relish the opportunity to be able to get in a ring. Whether it's hardcore, whether it's a family-friendly family style... Uh, as long as I'm able to help uh, help tell whatever story the boys want to tell in that ring, I'm happy with it. Uh, if it's a family-friendly event, it just means I got I got more rules. I I got to uphold. At a hardcore match, well, there isn't a whole lot of rules to really apply other than the one, two, three year, unless someone's giving up by submission. Um, submission, sorry. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I I think. Um, I enjoy both, uh, and I think I enjoy it for different reasons. I don't know. I, 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 have a, I have a special place in my heart for hardcore stuff, but like I, that doesn't take away from my love for Smash Wrestling or Courage Pro or Junction City or any of the others. Like, you know what I mean? So it really doesn't – whichever one I – whatever one I'm doing at the time – is always going to be like my last match is always going to be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, if that because, makes any sense. Yeah, because um, you I, think I, that I, I, I'm very, very blessed in the fact that I'm been given the opportunities that I have. I still understand that no fan gets the opportunities that I've been given, and right. I'm and I'm still a very I'm still a super fan. I still go. I, I still try and. Even if I'm in uniform, like even if I'm in my reffing gear, I'll try and throw a shirt on and go out to the crowd and watch it from a fan standpoint. I may not mark out the same way I used to, especially if I'm one of the refs, but I will sit and watch every match. Because you're watching the ref, you're watching the wrestling, you're watching, you're trying to pick I'm up the little things. That's right, but I'm also watching from a fan standpoint and just enjoying them. I can re I can vividly recall sitting there, even though I'm in, like I said, I have my refing gear on, right? I've got a shirt, like I, I'm kidding, but I'm whatever, and I'm sitting there watching the matches, and I'm not, and again, I'm not making all the calls, I'm not getting in the chance or anything, but I can, I, I can vividly recall not even noticing the ref and concentrating on the match because it was so good. I just mark out on the match, but I still watch every single match. And yeah, I do try and watch the refs a lot more, try and figure out ring positioning and things like that. Yeah, pretty much I hear from every, uh, every wrestler when they talk about refs, just stay the fuck out of the way. <laughs> well, see, that's number one rule. Yep. But there's a but unfortunately, if that's the only thing you're given, if there, if there, there's a lot more to it than just get the fuck out of the way. 
Now, yeah. it is, get the fuck out of the way. You have to stay the fuck out of the way. Absolutely. The number one rule. But where you're standing, ring positioning, and how you're, you know, how you're working that match is, all comes into play. And, I mean, you look at some of the great ones, um, even even away from, from the big giant feds, even on the indie circuit, you look at, you know... Um, you look at old school when the way he refs and the way he moves around the ring and where he's moving to. And I, you know, you try, I, I mean, originally I started looking at like Bander and Matt Grant and like some of the guys that are, that were already refs in the scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, pretty Ricky Wilby was a ref for a while before he became. So I was talking to him a lot when I first started, things like that. So talking about those three names, do we see Rob Rob Gosling making making a wrestling premiere, uh, a wrestling debut ever? No, no. <laughs> I'm. Um, I noticed that. Okay, so there are two insequential facts that I have figured out about my life. <laughs> Number one, God made people to be athletes. Number two, I am not one of them. <laughs> Same, buddy. I took one bump when I was like 19 years old, and that's enough. I. Well, it's not. See, it's not that. Un... That's where I am blessed. I've got a very, very high pain tolerance. So the bumps are not what bother me. It's the actual athletics of being of being able to move around in the ring properly that I don't have. Yeah. And I know it. So. Having that high pain tolerance, I can take bumps as a ref, and my bumps don't have to look pretty; they just have to be yeah, right. Because... So I don't. So bumps don't bother me. The the all of that. It I mean it, you know what I mean. I'm I'm good with that. If I, I mean again, I think I proved by getting chopped, and I'm sure we'll get to that too. Actually, let's get let's let's get to that right now. How many chops was it? Because there was a couple discrepancies. Okay, so to my knowledge, from you know, from what I've been able to pick up, there was it was a it was a forty two chops that I took, raising five hundred dollars. And that is amazing. Uh, for that cause, it was one of the few causes I actually busted busted my ass trying to raise uh, money money for two yeah not busting my chest like you did where they <laughs> well oh. i'm in england don't follow me <laughs> those, those pictures are horrible man <sighs> but i do not have a high pain tolerance at all um, badge of honor badge of honor <laughs> yeah <laughs> because that's going to be one of those stories that we talk about forever just, I've been saying that because it's coming up, right? And I know yep. it's coming up soon. But it, but it's going to come up on my memories. Mm-hmm. So on this day, and it'll be like the 21st or something, or the 22nd, I guess, is when it'll come up. On the 22nd, because that would be the that would have been the next day. All my memories are going to be filled with with me with videos and pics of me getting. I'm like, you know what? I don't need the memories to remind me that on April 21st, 2018, <laughs> I, 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 I got that in my memory for life. Yep. <laughs> Rest assured, I do not need pics to remind me. Yep. Uh-huh. And because of such, just so everyone knows, 
if you ever if I'm ever repping and there's a chop gun and you see me grab my chest, that is natural reaction from sympathy pain because I because rem- I will remember every chop that I took. I just want to point yep. this out. And Children's I'm- day sympathy pains and will grab my chest. That is the natural re- so if you, even whether I'm breathing or not breathing, if you I'm telling you every time I grab my own chest because I remember. And I'm just going to say, I did not chop. <laughs> I I donated. I did not chop. Just because I I, I can't do that. Uh, uh, just after the first like three or four, it's like, no, please stop. You're in rub. But, three or four? Fuck, the entire the lineup went right up through Jet Hall all the way to the fucking... Uh, yep. Glass was on the outside. I know, and as soon as you saw that, your eyes kind of bugged up, and you're like, "Ah, shit, I fucked up." <laughs> well, no, at but, one point I was just kind of like, "Okay, so how long is this goddamn fucking line?" Like, holy shit! I knew I had heat, but holy shit, man! But here's the thing: it went all to a great cause. It did. It did, and I and I never had an issue with it. Like I said, badge of honor, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm 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 happy I could raise raise a little bit of money, give it uh, give it give it to the uh, to the uh, cause. And speaking of causes, guys, remember go check out Dave Hayes's page. Ethan is still he's at St. Jude's in Tennessee right now. Go check go check that out if you can. Donate a few bucks. Please, please do, guys, because he's a close personal friend of mine. They are down there for the next eight, eight, eight weeks. Ethan's down there, down there with his mom. He's six years old. He's he's fighting, fight, fighting the good fight, guys. Thanks. Um, I know you did say the every new match was your personal favorite, right? But I'm wondering, do you have? Yeah, your last one is always your, your favorite. But do you have have any that you've ref that have actually really stuck out from like No Limits or actually where uh, before you uh, you answer that where 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 do you ref because I've only seen you at like Death Proof No Limits because I'm more of a hard hardcore strong style wrestling fan so those are the shows I I personally prefer going to no exactly okay so I ref for uh, Courage Pro Wrestling. I ref for Chaos for Canines, Junction City. I've done refing gigs for, I've done a couple of shots for PWA, a couple of shots for PWE, um, a a couple of shots for, I want to say SKW or SKM. Okay, yeah. Um... So I've done a few shots for there. I've done, and then I've done some charity shows for like, you know, for different things, whatever. You know, getting gigs where I can. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> but exactly. I, but I am trying to get all over. Um, in coming up in May, there's a new promotion coming out that I, I'm going to be roughing for. It's called Huron Wrestling Entertainment. It's out in Wingham, Ontario. It's about an hour north of London. Um, yeah. Awesome. That's about working right now. And I just I just want to ask now if 
if a promoter is listening to this show, and I know a couple a couple of, of of you guys you guys you guys do, where where can they book Rowdy Rowdy Rob Gos God, God, yeah. Boom. Okay, so you want Rowdy to Rob Gosling? There we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the best way for anyone to well, first of all, I'm I'm on Facebook like almost 24 seven. So, um, my inbox is like seven 11. It's open all the time. Uh, <laughs> so you can inbox me at any time. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at, I'm at Twitch 80 T W I T C H eight zero. And, uh, at, and then on Instagram, I'm rowdy ref rock. Awesome. Just because, uh, can't forget those 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 social social media plugs on a uh, on on a podcast, eh? <laughs> that's right, that's right. But yeah, the, uh, Facebook is probably the best way to get me through Messenger or whatever. Oh yeah, because that's how uh, how how I always get you. Now the, that's how ninety that's how ninety eight percent of people get me now. <laughs> it's just Messenger, so quick and easy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I get most of my podcast guests. Yeah. And saying that, come on, Matt Tremont, answer me, answer me, buddy. Well, well, well I, I really want you, really want you on the show. But, um, sorry, I'm, I really, really want to uh, want want to interview that guy. I, I, I think he has a fantastic story to tell. But now here's, here's, I don't know if you listen to the podcast often or not, but I got Gilme talks, ten. Either, okay. either or questions questions for you all right there's no rhyme sure. there's no rhyme or reason for these i just like it like uh, doing it because people's reactions are uh, are great all right first yeah, thing let's, let's do it pirate or viking <laughs> pirate pirate i can def i can definitely see that um cake or pie 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 yeah Wh- whoever says cake is just wrong <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just not a cake person. I never really have been. Oh yeah, nah. It just um, I've always been a uh, war, war, uh, uh, cake guy. All right, clean shaven or facial hair? Preferred clean shaven. Yep. Uh, hot sunny day or like a perfect hot hot sunny beach weather day or the perfect winter day where the where it's perfectly clear, minus fifteen, crunching Summer snow. Day. Summer. Summer. As day. I, as I, I say, I don't do cold well. I, I, yeah, me and the cold don't don't get along. We never really we we used to. I used to have a great relationship with cold, <laughs> and unfortunately, my body has turned into nope. <laughs> Where me, I am the opposite. I used to love summertime, lying on the beach. Now I go out in in, in into the sun. I burst, I burst into flames almost. Oh, it's, I can vividly recall being 17 years old. It being minus 40 out, and I'm going out with next to nothing, like no hat, no gloves, no no scarf, no no, you know, a, a, a leather jacket, a tight jeans, t-shirt, like you know, yep. minus 40. Yep. My hair froze before I got to the to the bottom of my street. <laughs> uh, and now, now, in 2019, if it gets to be minus two, I want to dress up in a parka. I don't understand what happened to my body. 
It's called Aging Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and to all my non-Canadian listeners, minus 40 is about, in Fahrenheit, I'd say that's, what, minus 10? I'm going to say yes. I'm not really yeah. sure how it all works. Yeah, that's about, I'd say minus oh, no. minus 10, it minus 15. Much, it would be much further than that. I think oh, yeah. minus 40, no, minus 40 Celsius is minus 40 Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's one of the only numbers that works that way. But I can I yeah. remember when I was looking at something um, like a minus thirty mm-hmm. here with the wind chill is like minus twenty two Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah. So it gives you any indication. It's as cold. To minus forty. <laughs> uh, it's, it's cold. Is what it is. Okay. Yeah. It's a lovely Canadian well, Canadian winter. All right. Salty or sweet? Ooh, I don't know. That depends on my mood. Ah. That really depends because I, I, I really like a lot of like sweet gummies and things like that and candies. But I mean, I, I but I mean, I can mow down an entire bag of chips in one shot. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe, I, I, that depends on my mood. I don't know. I, I like a mix of both. A mix of both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's why I think salted dark chocolate caramels are the best thing on the planet. That's that's just just me though. Oh, and uh, for the British guys, chips are crisps, crisps over over there. Uh, hero or oh. villain? Ooh. All right, let's put it into a referee standard. Do you want to be the good guy ref, or do you want to be the bot evil ref? From a referee standpoint, yeah. I would rather be neither. I would rather be neutral. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a good guy ref. I don't want to be a bad guy ref. I want to be the ref that literally calls it down the middle. That's just that fair ref. From a referee standpoint. Okay. Um, if you're talking about comics and like hero villain that way, I mean, my favorite, my favorite hero is Deadpool there is no good or bad like I really don't know how to answer that um again I guess it depends on who and what the situation is calling for alright um Mac or PC PC yep yeah Apple 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 sucks uh, <laughs> uh Coke or Pepsi and I don't even do the iPhones <laughs> Nope. Uh, okay. Apples or bananas? Apples. Apples. Uh, is it because you can never you can never look at or, or look another man man in, in the eye while 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 eating a but banana? I don't think you can look anybody in the <laughs> eye while eating a banana. <laughs> I, I I don't. Bananas are good for like cooking with. Oh yeah. But yeah, I do. I I use them for uh, smoothies a lot. And last but not least, Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? Oh, that's evil. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll give it to Maiden. Maiden? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's a very hard, hard, hard choice. Oh yeah. Because you got between priest and maiden, I mean that that that's oh. 
to Maiden, but I mean, don't think that Judas Priest wasn't a wasn't right there as well. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, Rob, going going to wrap this up. I'm going to say thank you very very much for for your for for your time because oh my God, we've been talking for fifty some odd some odd minutes here. Uh, oh Jesus. Oh yeah, no time may have, time may have, time may have flies when when buddies get to get to it get together. Once again, guys, Thank check you. out check out Rob Rob Gosling on uh, Facebook. If you need a ref anywhere, he will go to Florida if you pay for his for his visa and a uh, ticket. So book him book him, guys. He's a he's a he's good. And I'm just going to finish 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 off, guys. With uh, corn, y'all, y'all want a single, and I'm just gonna gonna, gonna say any uh, final 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 words, uh, Rob. I hope to see everybody at, uh, at all the upcoming events. February 17th in Hamilton. That's a Sunday at uh, the Lincoln Alexander Center for Courage Pro. May 8th at the Ukrainian Center for in Hamilton for. Uh, for no limits march 17th in uh sorry 17th at least palace for death proof as well as uh march 31st in port rowan there's a there's a charity show that i'm gonna be at then april 28th for for courage for uh, for, uh chaos for canines may 3rd for this for cpw again and then may 18th in uh in wingham ontario those are all my dates as of right now hope to see everybody at all at every at all those events and also guys rob does take tips and he also takes uh, beers so it works out works out fine you can tip me in beer anytime you want absolutely <laughs> all right all right buddy Put, putting this on the uh, on the uh, pod next next uh, next time I uh, uh, see your beers on we'll, we'll, you got a beer on me. All right, buddy. All right, y'all. You take it. You too.